0: On this episode, drummer Eric Seats talks about how he gets the gigs. And Evan Brown, owner of video production company Dream Bear, steps into the balance room. Don't worry, you can me later. Thank me later. Thank me later. Take me later. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 14 of the Balance for Music podcast. I am your host, musician and producer Ingrid Wood, W-O-O-D-E. This podcast is available on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud for you to subscribe to. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, welcome. I appreciate you for hitting play and I hope that you find some more episodes (laughs) to hit play. Too as well, this podcast, you know, is for musicians and music lovers, of course, but it's also for creatives. You know, creatives who who are or who have a desire to make a living from the creative side. And I have a a consistent guest who comes on the podcast his name is eric seats he's a professional drummer and musician and he has a segment on the podcast called ask Seats," which we will get to in a little bit and i have to say this i gotta say welcome back to eric because he just got back to the states i think yesterday um he works with layla hathaway he's a drummer in that band and they were in south africa performance so welcome back eric This episode of the Balancing Music Podcast is sponsored by Amir James Clothier, an urban couture fashion brand with a foundation focused on timeless creativity and quality craftsmanship. Started by Tuskegee University students, this isn't a brand based around a particular lifestyle. Amir James encourages individuals to simply be themselves in their product. If you head over to amirjames.com, that's A M I R james.com, and use the code BALANCE, uh, all lowercase B A L A N C E, when you check out, you will receive a 10% discount on your purchases throughout the month of August 2016. The guest for this episode is uh, he's the owner, he's the founder of a video production company called Dream Bear. His name is Evan Brown. And I'm going to let him just explain explain briefly you know, who he is and what his company is about.
1: Sure. My name is Evan Brown. I'm the owner of Dream Bear Productions. We're a video uh, production company based in Brooklyn, New York. And we work on music videos, live events, uh, documentaries, and uh, commercial videos. And we do a lot of animation as well.
0: I ended up, I found out about Dream Bear and Evan because uh, a band that I really like called The Nth Power. I'm going to have them on the podcast in a few weeks. But The Nth Power, had they put out a video in April of this year, 2016, to one of their songs called Only Love. The song was already amazing. But the visual that went with it, it just complemented it so well. It was colorful. It was creative. I really liked it. And I just so happened to be scrolling through Instagram. And I saw that the Nth Power was promoting the video. So I, I clicked on the picture to look at the tag. So, of course, you know, most of the tags were the band members. But I saw this one tag for Dream Bear. So I clicked on Dream Bear. Saw that they were the video production company. And found out that they produced the video. So I went on their website. And I saw that they produced a few other videos that I really liked throughout the year. So it was super important for me to talk to whoever (laughs) was the owner of this company, which I found out to be Evan Brown. And I wanted to talk to him because video is so important to most industries, if not all industries to a certain extent, you know, and it's not just specific to music because right now or in this day and age, where content is king. People want content, content, content. Video is an important part of that, whether it's vlogging, uh, whether it's, um, you know, a scripted web series, whether it's film, um, any of that. Even, you know, even for businesses, video can tell a story so well, and I think it grabs people's attention more, and it's more genuine. When you try to reach people through the art of storytelling, even this podcast, like my approach to this podcast comes from, you know, the storytelling background, you know, songwriting, producing music It's all about how do you bring this story to life? So, <clears throat> so excuse me. So like I said, I wanted to talk to Evan about a lot of different things, uh, the business side of it and the creative side of it. And my conversation with him is going to span across three episodes. So this episode right here and then episode uh, 15 and 16 will carry on the conversation. Um, so make sure you, you you know tune into that new episode every single Monday. I forgot to say that at the beginning um, in the intro. But uh, you know what? I've rambled enough. So <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead, talk to Evan And step into the balance room.
1: I think it's very important to us to have a human connection in maybe an industry that is very, you know, digital. And I think it's kind of removed that time. Um, And the best business stories that I have aren't necessarily about business. They're really just about making the connection with the artist and making a project. Regardless if you made money or didn't make money, Although, of course, it's important, but not really always. Um, that you walk away with it, and even years later, you just remember it, remember why you did it, and um, you were a better artist and a better businessman and a better, you know, friend from it. Um, so, you know, I think the most meaningful story that I have would be, you know, with my collaborator, Cy Lane Spence who's this amazing folk artist from Atlanta who's now moved to New York. And she's a dear friend of mine. She's singing at my wedding in two months. And, you know, we met, we met on Twitter about maybe a year and change ago. And uh, a year ago, my sister passed away. And I went to Miami to go uh, visit my mom, you know, just to make sure she was okay and spend some time with her during that time. And I think at that moment, I was just, you know, not sure – what I was going to do, I was really thinking about the business and I was just kind of, you know, grieving. And uh, uh, someone I worked with at the time uh, was checking in on me and, you know, was just giving advice to listen to some music. So I went on Spotify and it was like, you know, the top hundred, you know, indie artists right now or whatever, whatever the playlist was. Um, and I I found a song by her. You know, when I'm listening to the song and, you know, those moments when a song can relate so strongly with what you're dealing with, you know, in your real life. Those are the songs that are, you know, powerful. And I think that's probably what music is supposed to do. Um, Her song really hit me and I didn't think much of it. I just had it on repeat and I was just, you know, listening. Um, I spoke to that partner the next day. He's just like, you know, how are you? You know, checking in again. And I was telling him about, you know, the artist that I found. And he asked me to, you know, do you want me to reach out on Twitter or email or whatever? And I guess I was, you know, you know, whatever you, whatever you want to do. Uh, he reached out to her in less than a couple hours. She, uh, she contacted us back. I got on the phone with her and we were just kind of talking about the art and how her song meant a lot. And she was saying, well, I have this, I have this song that I'm writing now and it's about, uh, this father figure in my life that passed away. And, you know, I I shared my story with her and it just we just connected, you know, as organically as you can. And after that, it was just a trigger. My mind went off and just said, you know, I really want to work on projects um, where it's not always about the money, where it's really about making a connection. And again, money is, of course, important because we got to live. But when you have a collaboration like that, that's the kind, that's like why we do this, you know, why any artist I think does it. If you're a musician, if you're a videographer, whatever, you know, when you can make that connection, um, uh, that's the most gratifying thing I think in the business. So we went on to make a video that, you know, I directed, and I don't normally direct. I'm very selective of that. Um, and I, we love the video, the video, the great, and premiered on NPR. And it's, it, you know, really more importantly, it just grew the relationship with and in a way I think she kind of saved me. Cause I didn't know if I was going to move back to work. I didn't know if I, I didn't know what I was going to do. It's just a trying time. And, you know, I just kind of hit the ground running after that and, uh, it kind of changed my philosophy and, you know, that, that's probably my best uh, story that has meant the most to me throughout my career. So where we did the live sessions and it was just something that was so new it went from an idea of just a conversation that I had with the partner at the time to this is how we're going to set it up this is what we're going to do and the beautiful thing about it is you're kind of going into it blind a little bit and with an open heart and when we did it um it felt good and then when it came out it was well received and that felt better and I think because it's your first you go into it you're like you know, I, you know you're really you're putting your heart into it I hope it works out um, even though it's just a live performance but you know we you know we, we care deeply you know so we did it and it came out how we wanted it to come out we were proud of it and it's like yeah maybe you know obviously we didn't make money at that time it wasn't about the money it was about building a portfolio and trying to figure out you know how we'll build this business and you know is this even a business and you know let's just make great art and see if it's well received and see if we can make something from this and that first project especially with a band that's exceptional you know body language is uh is an amazing band um and we were lucky that that was our first project um and also had a great dp and director on it um you know the dp is someone i still work with today and um Yeah, I think that opened up our eyes a lot and it also, uh, it it kept us going, you know, even if it didn't go well, I think we would have kept going, but it went well. The artist was amazing. The collaboration was natural. Um, And, you know, I I remember that fondly. So when you brought that up today, just it brought uh, good memories to mind.
0: You Can, C A N, is the title of this song that Evan is talking about. It's performed by the band called Body Language, and I'll have the link to this music video in the podcast description.
1: Mextures, which is M E X T U R E S, which is like a photography app for filters. <laughs> I know, I know, it sounds crazy, but I I love it, and it really uh, the the options that they give you aren't just your regular filters, you know, like Instagram filters. It really uh, sets you apart, I think. People always complimented me and said, "Oh, how do you make your pictures like this and that?" and I try not to tell them the secret, but I guess I guess it's too late now. And um, it's just a great app, and it gives you a lot of options. And they also have artists that are dedicated to the app that provide their own filters. So, you know, you can pick an artist like Matt French, who's like a photographer that I love. And he has like set filters into the app, and you can pick pictures, you know, or filters that go with your pictures to, you know, like how he makes it. Um So, you know, it's a learning app, but it's also it gives you a ton of options and you can make custom filters. I just love it a lot. And everyone I've introduced it to loves it as well.
0: We are about to get into the Ask E-Seat segment. If you have a music business or just music and or business, everything in between question for professional drummer, producer, and uh, touring musician Eric Seats. you can send your question. Well, go to the contact page. Instead of running off everything, go to the contact page on the website, thebalanceroom.com, and everything will be there. Email, uh, if you want to leave a voice message, and have your audio on the podcast, and you are, of course, more than welcome to ask your question on any of the social media platforms, but um, go to that contact page on the balanceroom.com, and you will have all the information that you need to send your questions in for Eric Seats to answer.
2: What's up, everybody? It's your dude, Eric Seats. Shout out to my little sister, Ingrid Wood. What's good? Balance Room, how art thou? This question for today is, quote, how did you get the drummer position with Patti LaBelle and Layla Hathaway? End the question. Oh, wow. Uh, I get this a lot. How did I end up with, okay. First was Patti LaBelle. That came through my, my, my friend Nissan Stewart, who was an awesome drummer who was working with Miss Patti before I was. He was a drummer before. Um, and he, at the time, was super busy uh, doing uh, like a TV show with Puff. Um, and a few other things Nissan just is the kind of guy that Has a lot going on at, at once All the time So It got to the point Where he got super busy And I was the last sub For that And I ended up Getting a call From Miss LaBelle One day And she was asking what, are, what else do you have Going on And wanted to know If I could Make you know Do the next half of the tour So yes I finished out that um, And I've been there Ever since So But that's how it goes A lot of times We end up just calling cats um it wasn't like it was some audition held and i went to go play and a line of 20 drummers was there a lot of times if you ever heard of that cliche it's all in who you know it's a small world of musicians out there and you can almost count on one hand who you can trust to let somebody substitute for you because um i have that issue a lot i know a billion drummers out here but i can only count on one hand who i would call and trust to not only learn and play the music but just be a good person off the stage, too, um, and respectable, so, yeah, that came from that, and as far as Miss Layla Hathaway, shout out to my dude, Eric Smith, the awesome bass player, who is another cat, is always usually on multiple tours at one time, um, I got a call from him one day, and it's interesting, um, <coughs> he hit me up out of the blue, and he's like, hey, man, what you doing, and I said, nothing, what's up, E, he's like, man, can you come play this Layla Hathaway rehearsal, and I'm like, dude, yeah. You know, I was already a fan of Layla's before, so I knew her music. I I knew I knew we we bumped her music all the time. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm on my way. And and being accessible is, a, is a, has a lot to do with it. So I was I was ready, I was able and willing, and I I I went down there. I met them at um, Swing House, Swing House Studios. Uh, you know, down towards. In, in, in the heart of L.A., Hollywood area, off of Santa Monica somewhere. So went there, swing house, met her, met Miss Layla. We played. Um, I've been there ever since. And it's funny because I was only there because my dude, Thomas Pridgeon couldn't make it. So shout out to him. I'm glad you couldn't make it. bro. <laughs> I'm glad he couldn't make it because I love that gig. Uh, um, I love both gigs. But so that's how that happened i was ready i was um available and um willing and 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 i thank god that miss patty's been at least 10 years now i've been traveling around with her um and and layla about a good almost 15 it seems like uh traveling around with her so yeah sometimes it's really all in who you know um and 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 i'm I'm glad that they trusted my character and my musicianship to get that car because there's a handful of drummers out here in hell in la uh where i got those calls so thank god for work thank god for that so yeah peace seats and i'm out.
0: out thanks eric and again welcome back we are about to get into my tear of the week again for the new listeners my tear of the week is just the thing that balances me out so what balanced me out this week is as a project called coloring book uh it's probably familiar that name is probably familiar to many people that project By the artist chicago artist chance the rapper i love this album because to me it is what the title says it is it's colorful it's vibrant the energy on it is amazing the production is amazing chance the rapper is he's phenomenal but this is why it's my tear of the week so towards the end of last week my birthday was on thursday july 28th and um my cat I've had her since I was 15. My sister picked her out for me as a kitten in the summer I turned 15 and she's been ticking ever since. But within this last year she's kind of had some health issues as we've both have <laughs> gotten older. And um but last week like Tuesday and Wednesday she just went downhill randomly super duper fast. So Thursday morning woke up, checked on her and I knew I needed to take her to the vet. Um but I w- but I knew that the vet, that I was going to have to prepare myself for the vet to say we should put her down. And so I told myself, like, I really should, you know, take her to the vet today. But I do not want to put her down on my birthday. So I uh, had a rehearsal with my band earlier that day. Came home. She was still doing pretty bad. Hadn't eaten anything. Hadn't drunk any water in a while. And uh, long story short, she ended up passing on that evening the evening of my birthday so I couldn't sleep that night so I ended up I just got up and decided to to work on some things um I even cleaned (laughs) cleaned up a little bit randomly and because I just couldn't sleep but I decided to put on uh some music and I purposefully picked it wasn't just a random like hit play I purposefully wanted to listen to coloring book and um and over and I put on repeat this song called um how great it's got a J Electronica. The whole album is amazing. I love all the songs. Um but I just I kept putting this one on repeat. And um it was very you know I, I clearly I was sad but It was very uplifting and very comforting. And again, just the project itself has a lot of energy, a lot of great energy. Um, But Chance the Rapper has a lot of great energy, so I'm not surprised. So I recommend this project. It's my tear of the week that you have to check this out. I promise you, you will not regret it. It's the music that is uh, the sound bed of what I'm talking over right now. We're about to get out of here. But before we do, remember this podcast is available on iTunes, Stitcher. And SoundCloud for you to subscribe to. A new episode comes out every single Monday. So part two of my conversation with Evan will come out in episode 15. So please make sure that you don't miss out on that episode. And thank you again to this episode's sponsor, Amir James Clothier. And don't forget to head over to their website, amirjames.com. And use your code BALANCE, B-A-L-A-N-C-E, to receive your 10% discount on your purchases for the month of August 2016. If you have a question for Eric Seats that you'd like him to answer, or if you want to contact me, ask me a question, uh, head over to thebalanceroom.com and go to the contact page and you can see how to contact us in multiple ways. If you are a musician or a producer or artist and you own the rights, the copyrights, to your music and you would like to have your music featured here on the balance room music podcast again go to the and contact me until the next episode I'm your host Ingrid Wood take care God bless and stay balanced